Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Stir it up, you need to stir it up, come on. 
Anyway, let us pray. Close your eyes. Share a word of prayer. Just ask God to speak to you in this time that we have, that our fellowship, our presence here in the presence of the Lord will be to the glory of God, will be to his benefit, will help to achieve his will and his plan for our lives. Just speak to the Lord wherever you are. Father, thank you. We bless you. We give you glory. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you praise. Let the words of our hearts and the meditations of our the meditations of our hearts be acceptable unto you. We bless you. We bless you. We bless you. We bless you. Father, thanks a million for your mighty Holy Spirit. Speak to us in this time that we are before you. Strengthen the church. Strengthen us. Teach us. Encourage us. And push us forward. In the name of Jesus. We bless you. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Wonderful. You may be seated in the presence of God. All right. Well, for a short time, I want to just continue our discussion on stages of disloyalty. You didn't say amen. Amen. Because I told you last week, loyalty or the subject of loyalty is a defense and a protection for the church. Amen. Amen. Without a strong culture of loyalty and a strong um, spirit of loyalty in the church, we are just building a sand castle. I told you that that's why countries like America and things invest a lot in ammunition, arms, weapons. And if you think about it from a humanitarian perspective, you will say that, why don't they give the money to us so that poverty will come to an I told you when the money America spends on Weapons alone can feed all of us in Africa. We will not be hungry anymore. But they still use it to make missiles, scarred missiles, rocket-propelled grenades. That's what we call RPG. Yeah, they bite, they make tankers, they make bombs, all these things. And you will think that, oh, why? Who is trying to fight with you? If they don't make them, if they don't make these things, some of these countries like Russia and North Korea and Kogo come and attack them and take what they have. So the weapons they are making is to protect them. Just yesterday I heard that Donald Trump said that. You see the hurricanes that come to America. He said they should drop a nuclear bomb in the hurricane to, to, to just stop the hurricane. <laughs> yeah, we should just nuke it. So, so when the hurricane is coming, instead of allowing the hurricane to come into the, into the land, don't let it land, they will nuke it, boom, in the sea. 
Donald Trump is wild, though. <laughs> Forgetting that the hurricane is a force. It must happen somewhere. So when we bomb it, we just add more force to it to go and bomb somewhere else. <laughs> so can you imagine if we all had nuclear bombs? Then the hurricane is coming. Then Trump nukes it. Then it starts going towards Russia. Then Russia also nukes it. Then it starts going to North Korea. Then North Korea also nukes it. Then it starts going to Iraq. And since they say Iraq have weapons of mass destruction, they also nuke it. Then it starts coming towards Algeria. Algeria. (laughs) And Algeria doesn't have nuclear weapons to, to nuke it. I mean, if we all had, we would just be nuking it, then it's moving in the sea. Uh-huh. This is what happens when you don't have a culture of loyalty. So a type of Donald Trump has nuked a hurricane. Then it is coming towards your church. And you don't have any protection to nuke it away. Then it just comes and it just comes to destroy your whole church. And I said, we will not sit down for somebody to come and spoil what God is building through us. Amen. So we are also getting nuclear weapons to nuke the hurricane. Hallelujah. Donald Trump has given us a very powerful window. The hurricane is the disloyalty and the culture of loyalty is the nuclear bomb. So when we see it coming, we nuke it. We see independent spirit coming, we nuke it. So it should go and happen somewhere else, but not in our church. Hallelujah. So I told you, this loyalty is a process. It happens gradually. Gradually. And it starts with a spiritual independence. It's not a good spiritual. Because somebody has an independent spirit operates by his own rules, yet he's part of the group. That's what he likes, yet he's part of the group. We can't have it. It's not acceptable because it's not a good spirit. It's not a good thing. Hallelujah. Every independence in you is dying in the name of Jesus. It's dead. In the name of Jesus. You will, once you are part of the family, you will operate by the rules, the norms, the customs, the cultures of the group. If we are all lifting our hands to say amen, we lift our hands to say amen. Yeah. I mean, if you see everybody around you is saying amen, you alone, your hand is not moving. You command it. I command you in the name of Jesus. Come on, lift and say amen. Yeah, you don't come on. Maybe it's stroke. Let it be sitting there. Yeah, nuke it. Nuke it to another place. Yeah, you see, everybody smiling. Only you, your face is not smiling. You nuke the non-smiling off your face. Yeah, you nuke it. I mean, even chairman, as old as he is, he's smiling. 
than you. Only 23 years. Your face is tired of smiling. There must be something wrong with the face. New getaway. Yeah. Independence is the beginning of all the pro- independence is like a demon that once it comes, it comes to open the door. You see, it's usually sometimes when thieves are going to steal, you know, when thieves are going to steal, they push a small, they pass a small child through the window to open. So they make a small space, then they put a small, either a small child or a short person through the window. No, it's Tyler who told me, he knows. Either he was a policeman or the other one. But he told me. Do you see? So they put a smaller nyana person. Do you get the weather or true? Then when he comes inside, he opens the door for the big demons to come in. Or the big thieves to come in. That's why it's not good when you lock your door. Then you leave the keys because when they come, when the smaller nyana person comes, he just uses the key to open the big door. And then they just come in. Yeah, it's not a good thing. It's not a good practice. I mean, we all do. I do it. But it's not a good practice. But if the smaller nyana person comes in, or the tokoloshik person comes in, a tokoloshi is like a dwarf. Yeah, tokoloshi. Uh-huh. <laughs> he cannot open but independent spirit is like the baby demon that they pass through then the big demons now start to come in yeah the next demon that comes in is called offense because now you become hurt and offended Jesus said then shall many be offended and betray one another and hate one another when you become offended, you start to hate one another. You start to betray one another. Hallelujah. And I told you last week that if anything has offended you, you have to deal with it. You have to deal with it before it, 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 before it manifests itself in hatred and betrayal. Hallelujah. Before it manifests, before it has its full effect on you. Your husband has offended you. Deal with it. Nuke it. Your wife has offended you. Nuke it. Before. Not nuke her. Nuke it. Before it turns into something else. That you are not ready for. Yeah. Some of you have become cold because you have been offended. You have been hurt. And you have not allowed it to be dealt with. You don't comment anymore. You don't say anything anymore. You don't smile anymore. Even the smile. Because you know that I'm preaching this message. You put on a makeup that is doing like a clown. Like smile by force smile. But the inner man is not smiling. Yeah, you don't comment anymore. You don't say anything anymore. You don't call us anymore. You, when we preach, you don't say amen anymore. Because something has offended you. The preaching doesn't sound nice to you again. Yeah. It's good. I like that. Amen. <laughs> yeah. So, 
When people are offended, after some time, when the offense has had its full effect, they just, they just go into what we call passivity. They, be, they withdraw. They become quiet. And I said that it's normal when somebody's hurt to pull away. That's normal. Do you get it? You become cold. You, but as soon as you realize it, you have to come out of it and get, get healing for it so that you can interact. You can relate. You can be real. You can be yourself. Or else then the demons are working. Because then now the third demon comes in, which is the demon of passivity, where you don't say anything. You don't get involved in anything again. Since that incident, yeah, since Elijah was taken by the chariots of God to heaven, you don't talk anymore. The last time we heard you laughing at a joke was the day Elijah was taken away from Elisha. Since then, yeah, anything there. And usually when you behave like that, you look very funny. You look very funny. Because we can see everybody. Sometimes when I look at the church pictures, I see people laughing clearly. It's like, it's a, it's a normal human reaction. Do you get it? Uh-huh. But you alone, it's like it's straight. It's either you don't understand English. Well. Or... Because how can it be that everybody, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, everybody is laughing, only you. So it's either you don't understand the language that was used, or there's a delay. I mean, you know that some people, you watch, you watch comedy with them, they can't laugh. It takes them some time to get their jokes. <laughs> yeah, so then when you look at the whole group, everybody's laughing and you alone, you look very funny. Passivity, you withdraw, you become quiet, you become nonchalant, you are no longer involved, you don't mix, you don't do anything again. You just come, you sit, you go. You come, you sit, you go. You, you, you pull away. Last week I told you, some church members who are sitting in front, you see, as they get offended, they start going back, back, back. They go to the... And what it means is that you are on your way to the door to go out. Yeah. No, today when you came, the front is full. You can't come. Just stay where you are. But there are some people, they will come. The front is empty. They are... Yeah. Now, one of the things you should know about passive people is that the fact that they are not talking to you doesn't mean they are not talking. The fact that they are not talking to you doesn't mean that they are not talking. They are not talking to you, but they are talking to somebody else. She's very quiet. It's not true. It's not true. It's not true. She has somebody she talks to. Because, I mean, even when you don't talk, your mouth smells. 
That's why when you sleep and you wake up, you have to brush your teeth. Kobe dance. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, that's like it. So keep your eyes up. There's more listening to do than reading. There's nothing to read. Amen. Amen. Say another amen. amen. So the fact that they are not talking to you doesn't mean they are not talking. Hey, as for me, my wife is very quiet. You are lying. You go and see her with her other friend. Then you see they're talking. So it's either your conversation is boring or she doesn't want to talk to you. And what I'm saying is that when you see people who are passive and you think they are not talking, actually they are talking to other people. Yeah, what are they using their mouth for? That's what, it sounds funny to me when you tell us, oh, this dog doesn't bite. <laughs> what, what does he use his teeth for? What does he use his teeth for? So they talk. They just don't talk to you. They just don't talk to you. They will be there with their head, which has made them quiet. They will do, hmm, hmm, hmm. After a while, they can't be hooing anymore. So they have to talk to somebody. And you are the one that their anger is directed to. So they won't talk to you. They'll talk to everybody else. Numbers 12, verse 1. The Bible says that, and Miriam and Aaron speak against Moses. They were not talking to Moses, but they were talking. They talked against Moses. And as we say in Zim, against Moses. When you see they are not talking... Leah, don't be deceived. So, she, does, she doesn't say anything. It's a lie. You go and see. I know people who come to church. I mean, when you see their faces, like their faces has a default setting. Their lips, you know, no talking. Even smile is it's a problem. But you should see them elsewhere. See them at downtown. No, you just see them at downtown. You see them talking. Hey! You should see them arguing about lotto numbers. You'll be so surprised. Lotto numbers. They're arguing. 32 will come before 44. Because in 1963, they, in the week, in the 16th week, they played 42 before, but now it's, it's going to change because the date is not 9-11, it's 9-11-9. Hey, the same people who, when they come, they like, they can't talk. They are talking to other people. Moses was with Aaron and Miriam. They were not talking to him. But they were talking to each other. They were talking. He says, and they speak against Moses. Why? Because of the Ethiopian woman he admired. For he had married an Ethiopian. The Bible confirms that yes, it's true. What they were saying was true. It's not like they were lying. What they were saying was true. Because they, said for, they, they speak against him for the Ethiopian woman he had married. For he had married an Ethiopian woman. Ethiopia. 
They were talking about his marriage. They were discussing his marriage, but they didn't want to talk about it with him. Most of the people you see who are quiet, they are not talking. They are talking to other people. And the reason why they are not talking to you is that what they are talking to the other people, they don't want to talk to you about it. So they'll be talking, talking, talking. Then when you come, no, then they are quiet. Oh, what are you talking about? Oh, nothing. Be careful of all the people that you ask. What are they talking about? Nothing. I don't have anything to say. I don't know what to say. Today I had an I don't know what to say. Yeah, I don't have anything to say. I don't know what to say. I, I've said what I wanted to say last three years. You can just go and copy it and come and paste it. It's on podcast. Go and listen to my podcast. Or go and bring my book. <laughs> Are you Bishop Daggyward Mills? Yeah, I don't have anything to say anymore. But they are talking to... They didn't want to talk to Moses about the real thing that was worrying them. And the thing that was worrying them, if you see, the Ethiopian, they saw the Ethiopian girl. They see, yeah, Moses has swept. Look, one of the things that, that, that brings problems in a church is a pastor who's not married. Because the day he marries, the number of people who will be offended in the church my God, my God. Look. It doesn't matter who he chooses to marry. Whether he chooses an Ethiopian woman, whether he chooses an Israelite, it doesn't matter. He can even go and get a girl from Filipino. There will be a problem in the church. It's a problem that is just waiting to happen. So when the pastor is going to get married or gets a beloved, you just brace yourself for what will happen and then we continue with what is left. So the only problem was that Moses was not married and he, he was moving in the church. Then he saw this guy and said, well, you know, Moses was always spiritual, waiting on the Lord. he was waiting on the Lord, he wasn't seen, but one day I said one day a certain girl came into the church when that girl came into the church, Moses said my, 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 my ah he looked at the girl, he said alakbadaina the girl and said, wow. Moses said, what type of yellow bone is this? I have seen a lot of yellow bones, but this one, only God can make such a thing. No, I don't know about that. Go and sit down. Go and sit down. They are asking me whether it was thick base or thin base. Do, do I look like Roman's pizza? So Moses settled for this girl and took the girl like that. Immediately, problems started in the church. His assistant and his sister 
they were not happy. They were the representatives of those who were not happy about. So they started to, to speak. They started to speak. Bible said they speak. They didn't speak for Moses. They spoke again. When people are not talking to you, it's likely that they are talking against you. That's why they don't want to talk to you. You get there, they all become quiet. Say, what's the joke? We are all laughing. Share the joke. Let's all laugh. What is the joke? Share. Why do I look like I don't have a sense of humor? Share it and let us all. Laugh. So it's nothing. It's not. And I'm sure when they see Moses, brother Mo, Mo. One momo. <laughs> when they turn, when Moses turns around, say, hey, you see, you see that he shouldn't have chosen the girl. I'm sure that they were even fornicating before. That's why. He, hey, do you, you know? Maybe he has made her pregnant. She's about three months pregnant. That's why he is forced to marry her. Hey, I know there's something. She's blackmailing. She has given her muti. There's something. As soon as Moses comes, oh, my mo, my mo, my mo, brother mo, yeah, DJ mo, what's up, G? The, oh, Moses, what's the Lord saying? When he turns around, say, huh, you see, even that girl, she doesn't respect. She's not good enough for Moses. She's coming to destroy the whole ministry. She said, which? Where did she come from? Where did she When they see Moses, then they say, Glory be to God. I really enjoyed that series that you preached. They had, Brother Mo, you know, <laughs> when you start preaching, my God, something begins to happen in the tabernacle of the congregation of the Lord. But look at what they said in verse 2. They started to criticize their preaching. They asked, has God indeed spoken only by Moses? Has God indeed spoken only by Moses? Has he not also spoken by us? Is he the only person who has a Bible? Kafui, Jonah, Kobiji, Come and sit here. Yeah. Come, come. Kobe dance. Yes, you. Yes. That's how it works. Where's the gun? Okay, relax, relax, relax. Yeah. Yeah. They, they started to ask, has God only spoken through him? God also, we also read our Bible. Sometimes I watch church members, you didn't know that, that there was something called the Bible. Then we showed you that this is a Bible. Then you started to read the Bible, which we showed, which you couldn't even find books of the Bible. So we showed you that you start from table of contents. You start from Genesis. You don't say Genesis. You say Genesis. So it's okay. Yes, please. Genesis. Say Genesis. Everybody say Genesis. Yes, you don't say Genesis. Okay, let's go. Uh-huh. Then when you knew how to say Genesis, you say you have seen a verse in Genesis. That is saying that you, you, should, go and, you should go and start a church. 
because you said you saw the word beningin there. So it's like in the begin beningin. So it's like ah, I have to also go and begin a church. Sometimes we have even shown you how to read the Bible. Then you take that same Bible, say you have seen a verse in the Bible that shows that we are wrong. The Bible we taught you how to read. I mean, imaginate what I'm saying. <laughs> no, imagine, imagine. I mean, seriously, imagine that we showed you how to read the Bible and then you have found a verse in the Bible that shows that we are wrong. Were we not wrong in the beginning when we were showing you how to read the Bible? And they started to criticize Moses. They started to criticize Moses. Sometimes we talk about things that have nothing to do with us. Hey, even, even, even. Okay, why, 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 why didn't Bishop allow the, the visiting preacher to be the one preaching? So, Bishop, Bishop, he has preached for a long time. Is he not tired? Is he not tired? He has preached. He had a chance. He preached for almost two hours on Sunday. Even Sunday, he's going to get another chance. Is he not tired? Why wouldn't he give the visit? Okay, you, let's say you forget about How about the other pastors who are there? When will he give them a chance? Every Sunday, he's preaching. Then Tuesday, he's preaching again. Then he will come for servant armed and trained services. Then he'll come and preach again. When will he give this guy a chance? Is he the only one who has a Bible? Is he the only one who has bishop's books? We all have. We all have Macario 60. So why? If you have 40 and 60, he makes 100. Is he the only person with the book? If he's solely Sunday, he was the one preaching. He won't give us a chance. I am the one preaching because I'm the pastor of the church. It's as simple as that. I am the pastor of the church. The people you are saying that they should be preaching, I am their pastor. What, 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 what's your problem now? What is your problem now? When my pastor comes, when my pastor comes, I'll sit there and my pastor will preach. That's how it works. When my pastor comes, I'll sit down. Then my pastor will preach. It's as simple as that. Eh, but even, even, but, 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 eh, but what? I mean, but what? But what? Yeah. Eh, but I've not said anything with my mouth, but you have said it in your heart. The Bible says, and the Lord heard it. Thank God that it's God who hears it. God, God, he hears what is inside our hearts. He hears what is inside our hearts. Sometimes church members think they are they are something too much. Yeah, they are something too much. Me, I'm a pastor for Bishop Darkie Ward Mills. If he says jump, I jump. Say lie, die, lie. Say roll, I roll. It's as simple as that. Because when I was growing up, I didn't have plans of becoming a pastor. I wanted to be a visa contractor. That's all I wanted to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
You see, when you were saying, they said, I should send you some, this, some, all the things I send you, any of them would have worked. Any of them would have worked. I, I don't even know why you, you, you had an agent. I was telling you, we're sitting and we're laughing. Why do you even need an agent? Did I not say that to you? Why do you even need an agent? I am here. I can do it for you. Simple. You'll be shocked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's because the person was arguing with you. That's why anything the person wants, let me just send it to you. But I've just taken a visa for somebody else. The same thing I gave to you that he said, that's what he has used to take the visa. So I was going to be a visa contractor. I was going to do money and banking, masters in money and banking. Then I become a visa contractor. Yeah, I was even explaining to my wife, I think yesterday, that even visa contractor is not, it's not illegal. No, it's like an it's, it's what we now call immigration lawyer. That's all. I'll just not have a law degree, but I'll do it. Yeah. And even you see my law, when I come and I explain the law to you, you see that television acquired law degree. <laughs> I watch you, once you watch NCIS, CSI, oh, Judge Judy 102, oh. Even, even Sunday when I was explaining our issue with um, Department of Education, there was a lawyer sitting there. When I gave one of them, she just nodded her leg. She tapped her husband and she nodded her head. And I said, ah, you will speak the truth. <laughs> so I was on my way to this thing. Then he came to, he sat down with me on university campus, on the stairs. And he put his hand on my, my, my left thigh. He said, you will be a great pastor. Yeah, that's, that's when my mind started to, even after that, when it was time to go and be a great pastor, I said, oh, I've changed my mind, I won't be any great pastor again. And I went to live in London. He chased me to London and he came to catch me. I remember so well, on the 14th of February, 2003, we were standing in Cardiff, Cardiff, Wales. Where you have Swansea and those boys. Yeah, we were standing there, Cardiff City, there, standing in the snow. Then he said, come and be a good pastor. Then I finally decided, it's okay. I mean, you have chased me in the heat. You have come to catch me also in the cold. Okay, let's go and and do this pastor thing. Let's go and do this pastor thing that you are harassing me with. That's how come that I am here today. I'm here today. I I never knew that I'll be this, this type of good pastor. I never knew. I never knew that I'll be this type of good pastor. I never knew. I never knew. That I'll be such a good if I knew, I would have even stopped school from the beginning and started to be pastor. <laughs> yeah. So when my pastor comes, I sit there and I listen to my pastor. It's as simple as that. So, well, okay, okay, why don't you let Lady Pastor also preach? Because she preaches very powerfully. She preaches very powerfully. One of the reasons why I don't let her preach is because she preaches very powerfully. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Very powerfully. So it's okay. Don't preach so much. So that my members can listen to my preaching. That's all. Ah, you have a neighbor, her food is nicer than your food, and your children start eating there. Very soon, your children will move to your neighbor's house. So that's no, that's not the reason. The reason is that I am the pastor of the 
my pastor sent me to come and pastor this church. That's it. Yeah. So there's church members, you can't understand the, the things that go through their minds. Why does not let only Madeline sing? Because Madeline sings the song I wanted to sing. You can't sing that song. Even, even the words, you can't pronounce them. You can't sing that song. Come and stand here and how do I know that you can't sing that song? When I see the way you can even write exams and just pass 51, it means if you come and you, that means 49% of the exam you don't know. If you come to the stage and you forget 49% of the song, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? You just be saying, Baba, oh, Baba, oh. Then the people are waiting for you. So, oh, more Baba, oh. Yeah. 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 Church members can, can say things. Psalm 131 verse 1, David said, I don't exercise myself in things that are higher than me, matters that are higher than me. I don't do that. I just stay in my lane. Learn to stay in your lane. You are in the choir. What, what is the choir's job? To sing. Come and sing. Just, and sing the song. Just sing the song that you have been giving. It's as simple as that. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Sing the song. You are with the media, just put the words there, take pictures, take video, do all, stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. It's as simple as that. You are a branch pastor, be a branch pastor, stay in your lane. It's as simple as that. Stay in your lane. Hey, Moses, why has he married? Uh, the way, when I saw Bishop, the way he came and the way he looked at his wife, I'm sure they're having marital problems. They have marital problems. The way he looked at us, because usually he would not look this way, he looks that way, but now he's looking this way and that way. Because I saw his ass, I was following his ass from the time he came from the underground there. Then when he came, usually he would just wave his hand like that. Then he would look this way to his wife. But this time when he came from the underground, he just do his hand like this. Then, then he sat down the place. Then even the other day, I saw on his status, he has written useless. So I'm sure he's talking about his wife. That is useless. Please listen. I said United is useless, not and I meant Marysburg United. <laughs> I thought you meant the United useless. I meant Marysburg United. That's what I was talking about. Yeah. Even nowadays, I said that. The message is, is, is the anointing is going down. The anointing, the anointing is going. because first when he used to preach, look when he preaches, you can feel that the message is all the way at the back. It's filling the whole atmosphere. But now it looks like anyway, anyway. God will help him. God will help him. 
We are coming to that stage. I said, Bible says God heard it. We, we can't read all of it. After God heard it, the next day immediately God talked about Moses. God tried to explain to those of us who will read it who, who Moses is. And Moses is a very faithful person. He's a very meek person. Then the next verse, he calls for a meeting. As he spoke to Moses, Aaron, he said, come, let us have a meeting. This meeting, we are going to have it in the tabernacle of the congregation. Everybody come out. Let us have a meeting. Look, when you are talking, Bible says, be careful how you talk about the king. Because a bird may hear it and will fly and go and tell the king. That's one of the scriptures you should be afraid of. Be careful what you say. You are just sitting, you are just talking. You think nobody heard it. You see a bird has heard it, then you fly. Go and whisper to the king. The king comes and hey. Yeah. And also believe in supernatural things. The Bible says God heard. God is the one who reacted. Moses didn't do anything. God is the one who reacted. He, he called them for a meeting, then he started to explain. He said, you, the two of you, said what God, God does. Is this Moses only that God speaks to? God also speaks to us. Then he said, you, even when I want to speak to you, you are so spiritually damp that I have to give dreams and visions, something to just occupy you and be there. If not, go and read it in the Bible. He said, you are so spiritually daft that I have to just use dreams and visions, something to just occupy you, so that you, all, you are just going in circles, going in circles. Because when you have a dream, there's just a small part that is the supernatural part. The rest of all, you are just getting out of your human flesh to now get to the supernatural level. So I have to just give you these things. So you, But when it comes to Moses, he said, he said, I have to even speak to you in dark sayings, dark visions and sayings. But when it gets to Moses, I speak to him mouth to I stand, I say, Charlie, how? Then Moses says, oh, fresh. You, before I speak to you, you have to speak in tongues for about six hours before I speak to you once. When they come to Moses, I call him. I say, Charlie, how? Then Moses say, oh, God, fresh. What a guan. Then I, God, I'll say, cool things are guan. (laughs) What kind, eh? 100%. Yeah. 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 So when it gets to Moses... Speak to you like that's more like my friend, like somebody speaking to his friend. You have to give you, you have to peel it off like an onion. Every day you are peeling, then your eyes are crying. Just one revelation you will get. You'll be crying. Ah. One day I told the brother, go and preach at a certain church. 30 people, 40 people. I told him, Sunday, go and preach there. So Saturday I was looking for him. I was looking for him. So I, I, I had a prayer meeting on Friday. I didn't see him. I asked his wife, where is he? So he's at home. So I thought, oh, maybe he went to work. I mean, something's into rocks and things. So maybe one rock has fallen on him. He's tired. So he has to massage it. So I said, no problem. Then Saturday, I couldn't find him. So I asked his wife, ah, where at all is your husband? So he's preparing. I said, Prepare, preparing for what? So he's going to preach. I said, he's going to preach where? So, you said he should go and preach. I said, ah. Oh, okay, I forgot. I said, ah. But why is he preparing so much? I mean, he's not come out for three days. Yeah, to go and preach for 45 minutes. So, I asked the wife, why is he preparing so much? Then the wife told me something. The wife said to me, 
not everybody is like you. That's what the wife told me. Not everybody is like you. So I said, what do you mean? He said, look, you, we can be here with you. We are talking, laughing. Then you are talking again. Yeah, then you enter the church. Then you come and say, let's welcome Bishop. Then you start, no, then you start to quote scriptures. Not everybody's like that. My husband, he needs like one week. <laughs> to prepare before he shares one message. One day I was sitting there, Mr. Spa came to see me. I don't know, what, what was I preaching? Something like that. He came to see me. Usually he comes to tell me what I'm allowed to preach and what I'm not allowed to preach. <laughs> so he came to see me. Then he said, oh, the service, there was something about the service. Because of that, the time has been shortened. Yeah, the time that I like, I still have time to preach. I can close now or close then, but I have some time. But he told me, due to some technical reason, the time is smaller. So I said, ah, but my message is very long ago. It can't fit into this small time you are giving me. Then he said, oh, okay. Then, then preach. And I said, oh, no, it will spoil the nature of the service. Okay, so then, okay, we'll move this one and move this one and move this one. He thought it was a joke. So when I came, I moved the end of the message to the beginning of the message. The end of the series, not the... Not what I was coming to preach that day. I just moved something because you have been given 25 minutes. So I removed 25 minutes from maybe next six weeks and I came to produce it. Bam! When I finished, I went downstairs. Case closed. Case closed. Spa was surprised. He couldn't even believe that that part is the end of... Ah, it was the demon's message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's actually when I finished preaching the series that he really understood that this part is the end, but I shared it at the beginning. Yeah. Somebody just 45, one message you are going to preach. I mean, if you don't preach regularly and you get a chance to preach, you should always have one good message which you, are, you preach all the time. But the wife told me, not everybody is like you. But Miriam and Aaron, they didn't know that they are not like Moses because they, they felt they were like, oh, but Moses, we know him. We were, ah, we were, it's, Moses is our homeboy. We were in Egypt with him. We came together from Cairo. Don't you remember Cairo? Around where uh, the Blue Pyramid is, where they buried Cleopatra. That's where we know him from. Isn't that that place? Yeah, so we are all the same. God came to explain to them why we are not the same. Why we are not the same. Why we are not the same. Explain to them. By the end, before the story gets verse 10, Miriam has leprosy. I mean, look, as God was excited, I'm sure that she was going to try to give an excuse. God said, take this leprosy and be there for the meantime. Just take it. Yeah, keep yourself occupied with this leprosy. I mean, as God was doing the discussion, explaining the thing, I'm sure she lifted her hand to say, as God said, just take this leprosy and be there. May God not send a leprosy to you. that have nothing to do with you. If your pastor, you think your pastor is making a mistake, your pastor has a pastor. I said your pastor has a pastor. So talk to your pastor's pastor. Don't go and talk to your friends. Even this pastor, hmm, he's Kelem. He's Kelem? Hmm. I said, I have a pastor. Talk to my pastor. My pastor is there. Talk to my pastor. What's my pastor's number? Zero two zero zero three zero zero four zero zero. Just use it. Call it. You'll get it. Talk to 
my pastor. It's as simple as that. Very simple. God said, Miriam, because you think Moses is your younger brother. Sometimes people think they are old, so that's it. You are old doesn't mean you are the pastor. I'm not the pastor because I'm the oldest person. I'm the pastor because my pastor put me here as the pastor. As he can change his mind tomorrow. Okay, from now onwards, you have laughed at short people for too long. So let I've decided to make Imzi the pastor. We will, all of us will accept it. Then we follow Imzi. It's as simple as that. Yeah. He will tell you a short man is not a boy. Be careful the things you say. Be careful. If you don't understand, it's better you keep quiet. Because some of me, as we are going on in life, there are so many things I didn't understand before. Now I understand. So you will also understand as time goes on. When you have not yet understood, don't criticize it. Just keep quiet and watch it. And watch it. Just keep quiet and watch it. Because when you start to talk about, like Bishop used to tell us, he used to watch TBN. Yeah. When he sees the men of God preaching, he's tempted to criticize them. Then he realizes that, look, if he criticizes them, he will get a demon or get a curse. So he decided, ah, that's the Falake guy, eh? You are a Falake. Okay, yeah, a Falake. Yeah, that's a Falake. That's, that's a Falake, yeah. Yeah. Pastor, that guy over there, he's a, he's a, he's a Falake. That's his name, Falake. He's a Falake guy. Yeah. <laughs> he said that, listen, he stopped watching them because he doesn't want to criticize anybody. And he started to watch Animal Channel. Because not Joe Wild and all Animal Planet. Because if you criticize a lion, Nothing will happen to you. God will not call you for a meeting and give you leprosy. Yeah, that's why I watch football. You can criticize all of them. Jose Mourinho, look, I sack him so many times before he was sacked. Every day I sack him. This Ole guy, I'm waiting to sack him. He should be, if, even now, I want to sack the owners of the club. Because they are the people spoiling the club. Why do I know? In the last six years, we have changed everything. Changed coaches, changed players. Changed, the team hasn't worked. Who else is left to change? The owners. Yeah. yeah. Criticize them. Pogba, you run slowly. Criticize him. Nothing will happen to me. Jesse Lingard, I don't even want to talk about him. If I get him, I'll beat him. <laughs> Nothing will happen to me. But you see, today, my wife and I, somebody sent a video of a pastor who is preaching. Look, <laughs> there are things in Ghana. Ghana is anointed. Look, <laughs> I can't even. I, 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 my wife was asking me, Does he rehearse? I just kept quiet because I don't want to. I don't want any problem. No problem. Whether he has rehearsed, he has not, it's not a problem. It's even better to watch cartoons. And criticize Tom and Jerry. Why is Tom always chasing Jerry? Or watch cow and chicken. Cow and chicken. Cow and chicken. It's better. 
instead of criticizing a man of God, talking about God's servant, leave the servant for the master. Somebody asked me, eh, eh, please, I want to ask you something. Eh, eh, a, shepherd, a, shepherd, a shepherd guy, a shepherd guy, is he a real man of God? I said, what has he got to do with you? Whether a shepherd is a real man of God. Do you know a shepherd? Yeah, a shepherd. Whether a shepherd is a real man of God, what has he got to do with you? Are you in, 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 in a shepherd's, are you in shepherd's church? You are in my church. Just stay in my church. It has, you have nothing to do with shepherd. Nothing. Eh, I heard that when shepherd went to uh, this place, he took a lot of money. Is your money missing? Is your money lost? Did you lose money? Did you by chance check your bank account and then you have been robbed? Why are you talking about it? It has nothing to do with you. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Shepherd, he's doing something that all of us wish we could do and we can't do. We just shut up and watch it. Yeah. I mean, how many people do you know that can fill FNB Stadium? Even you, have you been to the FNB Stadium? Do you know the size of what is there? Look, during the World Cup, the 2010 World Cup, I was at FNB Stadium. 84,000 people. Still, the stadium was not full. It was just the, the, the start. 84,000. The pitch, only 22 people plus one referee, two assistant referees. So all that space. Was, when Shepherd goes there, he fills the pitch and fills the stands. You should be afraid. 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 Whether he's using, he's using Genesis power, Exodus power, Revelation power. It's none of your business. Go to Sweetwaters, gather 50 people. You can't gather 50 people. You are criticizing a shepherd who has gathered over 100,000 people. Ah, what's your problem? Go to Woodlands, gather 50 people. You can't gather 50 people. When you, you have gathered uh, 32 people, 34, 37, somebody has gathered 100,000. You are not afraid. You seen the shepherd anointing. You are not afraid. Yeah. Look at how we even struggle to fail this church. We say swollen Sunday. Look at how we, we, we struggled. Then a shepherd, though, I'm talking about a shepherd because I know many of you criticize shepherd. Many of you criticize shepherd. Shepherd has 100,000. All you do is you keep quiet. You say, God is great. Alagbadaina means what? The one who's clothed with fire. You just Alagbadaina. And then you go to your somewhere. That's all. Or you go to your somewhere. That's all. It's not now before you are coming to say, eh, you see, the people, they have bribed them, they have given them money, even the miracles, they are dead. Have you prayed for somebody for the person's headache to go before? Just a headache. Oh. Have you prayed before for somebody's headache? Somebody's having menstrual pains and he's having a headache. You, sorry. He's having a headache. (laughs) 
praying for your own headache. You, just a small headache, not even the full headache. Oh. The headache that you don't need a full panadol to heal. Oh. Just half of it. Have you prayed for it to go before? So why are you busy saying that a shepherd, his, 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 his miracle is this? It has nothing to do with you. If you know how to do miracles, do it and let us see. And write a book on miracles. We will buy it and add it to the Macario 60. It will become Macario 61. Listen, beloved. Let us learn to stay in our lane. Pastor, are you saying that a shepherd, I have not said anything about a shepherd. I'm just saying what you shouldn't say about a shepherd. Yeah. But let us stay in our lane. Don't say, if you don't know what to say, I say, say what? That's all. And go to your somewhere. That's also very important because if you continue standing there, you can be tempted. So go to your somewhere. Yeah. Let's stay in our lane. Moses had these two people who spoke against him. And God gave one leprosy. Benihim explains why God didn't give Aaron the leprosy. Because Aaron was a priest. He was wearing the priestly anointing was on him. So God said, you, your time is coming. Wait. One day Moses took Aaron to the mountain and took the priestly garment of him. That same day God killed him. God had been watching him and waiting for him. God had been waiting. He was moving around, bending his head. God was just saying, oh, I'll get you. I'll get you. I'm waiting. The day Moses took the priestly garment of him, that's the day God killed him. Why? Because he spake against Moses. Don't say things you don't know. See Bishop doing something. Don't say, when you don't know, just keep quiet. You don't, you have, he started a ministry and you came to join. How come that you know the ministry he's doing? You know what he's doing more than, than he himself. More than he himself. More than he himself. And you see, even this book, it was written in Ghana. Bishop doesn't understand the way South Africa is. You see, South Africa is on the south. So it's a very different. Look. Look. But you didn't see that when he built the church in Ghana and built it inside, he started from Ghana to build, but you came to sit inside. How sad. Don't talk about things that have nothing to do with you. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Folks, it's not like the words are finished. Oh. It's the time that is finished. Stand to your feet. Let's share a word of prayer. If they are not talking to you, they are talking to somebody. Yeah. If they are not talking, you don't think they are not talking. They are talking to somebody. And guess what? They are talking to somebody against you. Against you. Against you. Lift your hands and pray and say, Lord, deliver me from the trap of the devil. May I not be used by the enemy. Anoint my lips to speak for you not against you to speak for your servant not against your servant help me help me help me
pray for yourself. Say, Lord, help me. Help me. Man, Tolomoski Paduba. Kimoloski Palala Shatoli Sokabadi. Brandolobo, Brandolobo, Brandolobo. Brandalababa, Brindolobo, Zepando Kaliba, Shemaloba. Lima le palo si talaba, shatolio si tolaba, milo pale kasi yimando rianda le paso randolobo randalababa. Help us, help us, help us, Lord, deliver us, Lord, from leprosy, from curses, deliver us, help us, in the name of Jesus, help us. Help us, Lord. Help us. May we not be employed by the devil to be critics. People who speak against your servants. Help us to exercise restraints. Help us, Lord. Help us. Help us. Help us. Help us to control our tongues. Help us to control our tongues, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We have come. Help us. With open Help us. Oh, let the Help us. Ancient world. Ever true. Changing me. And changing. And say, ancient world, ever true, changing me and changing you. We have come with open heart, only for the last time, ancient words, ancient words. pray father deliver us from the trap of the devil may we not be used as agents of the enemy to criticize your servants to criticize our leaders to criticize our seniors help us to stay in our lane help us to exercise restraint when we are tempted when we are tempted to say what we shouldn't say, Lord, help us to keep our lips shut. Give us the grace to speak words that will build and encourage your servants to press on further in the things of the ministry. To press on to build the church. Help us, oh God. Help us. We curse the devil. And we say we shall not be his critics. 
We shall not be his agents. We shall not work for him, Lord. But we will work for you. Our words will build your church. Our words will build your kingdom. In the name of Jesus. We thank you for deliverance. Tonight. Tonight somebody has been delivered from a curse. We thank you, Lord, for de- lift your hands and thank God for deliverance. Thank Him that you are being delivered. You are being delivered. You are being set free and delivered. You were just about to commit this error. Thank Him. Thank God. You were just about to criticize something, but this message came in time to stop you and to help you. Thank you. We bless you. We bless you. We bless you, Jesus. Thank you. We bless you. Thank you. In the name of Jesus. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Why don't you put your hands together and celebrate God for His mighty spirit that has led for this word to come to you. Thank Him. Father, thank you. We bless you. We bless you. Hallelujah. You are here tonight. I want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I don't want to go to hell when I die. I want to be born again. Jesus died for you. You are here like that. You want to receive the saving grace of Jesus Christ. You want to go to heaven. Lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. Lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. Everybody pray this prayer with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, Dear Lord Jesus I come to you tonight. I come to you tonight. Just as I am. I accept that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you died for me and you rose again. I confess that Jesus is the Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. How many of you are happy you came to church? Then put your hands together better for the Lord. You may be seated in the presence of God. Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.